listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, some insurance products are more challenging to sell than others. But when it comes to your client's time of need, they'll be glad to have that extra protection. We are talking cancer insurance, how you can start the conversation, overcome common objections, and more in Four Steps to Selling Cancer Insurance, written by Roxanne Anderson. When you break it down, there are four key steps for selling cancer insurance that successful agents follow. Ready to learn what they are? Cancer insurance is a great product to cross-sell to people of any age. We cover why in our episode, Why is Cancer Insurance Worth Selling? And we'll be linking to that in the episode notes. Generally speaking, though, when it comes to selling cancer insurance, sometimes life goes sideways. The question is, are you and your clients prepared? Imagine for a second that you're sitting in a doctor's office and you've been told you have cancer. Once the initial shock is over, you feel a flood of emotions and uncertainty. A rush of questions begins to come forward. What is the severity of my cancer? What are my treatment options? Where can I get the best treatment? As you start to lay out the best course of treatment with your doctor, reality starts to set in. How will I pay for this treatment? What's covered by my insurance and what isn't? If I'm off from work for an extended period of time, how will I replace my income? What if I have to travel to get the best care? How will I pay for the travel? Will my family be able to support me on this journey? What if you and your clients didn't have to worry about any of those issues and could just spend your time and energy getting well? That is what's possible with a peace of mind policy, also known as a cancer policy. Let's talk about how to get started. Step one, identify ideal clients for cancer insurance. Cancer insurance does not make sense for everyone. No insurance product does. Some people may be better off in a critical illness plan. Some may not need the extra protection at all. But who is an ideal client for it? Unlike some other types of insurance products, cancer insurance products are beneficial for people of any age. It may be easy to think that people who buy cancer policies should be older, since cancer usually develops in older people, but keep this in mind. The younger you are when you purchase cancer insurance, the less expensive it will likely be. So don't forget to pitch these products to millennials and Gen Z along with Generation X and baby boomers. Who is an ideal client for cancer insurance? Someone who has a higher risk of developing cancer, has a family history of cancer, tobacco users, especially those who consume alcohol in conjunction with smoking, people who tan or are out in the sun a lot, just be aware that some policies do not cover skin cancer. 
It could be someone who knows somebody else who battled cancer. There are many of these individuals out there. It could be a family member or friend. Maybe they even witnessed the financial impact of cancer. The ideal client could be someone with a Medicare Advantage plan, as cancer plans pair well with the $0 premium MA plan design. Of course, that's not to say that MAs are the only kind of Medicare plans you can combine with a cancer insurance policy. It's also a good plan for people with other types of coverage. Step 2. Bring cancer insurance into the conversation. Selling insurance isn't always rainbows and unicorns, but neither is life, no matter how much we may want it to be that way. Some products are just downright depressing. They make us think about our own mortality. Cancer insurance can be one of these types of products, which can make it a little difficult or challenging to work into a conversation, but not impossible. So, What can you ask to comfortably bring up cancer insurance? Try something like, do you know anyone who's been diagnosed with cancer? May I ask who? Do you remember if they had any difficulties paying for treatments or if they had any additional expenses that were not covered by insurance? How would you and your family pay bills if you received a cancer diagnosis? After priming your client with these questions, it could be an opportune time to introduce a comprehensive cancer insurance toolkit from a certain carrier. These kits can help your client identify the steps necessary to ensure they have all the essential areas covered in case an unfortunate situation occurs, like a cancer diagnosis. Also, it will cover estate planning, identifying income sources, insurances, and identifying important documents to have available. And it will ensure your clients are able to identify their financial obligations and how they could be met, discuss care management like what to look for, and see a comprehensive list of references that covers all the aspects of a cancer treatment journey. It's also a great time in the conversation to start telling your client about the product benefits you can offer them. Surprisingly, you have a number of options at your fingertips. The truth is, no two cancer products are the same. Here's why. Policies can range from as little as $2,500 up to $100,000 in face value. Most policies allow for a wide range of riders, including, but not limited to, dental vision and hearing, hospital indemnity, heart attack and stroke, even intensive care. Select carriers offer benefits that include coverage for experimental treatments. Carriers are also now looking to revolutionize cancer insurance by offering policy benefits designed for treatment, such as genomic sequencing technology. All carriers offer products that have simplified underwriting, with Medical Information Bureau or MIB, phone interviews, and RX checks reserved for policies over $50,000. This expedites underwriting and allows clients to get into policies quicker. Step 3. Show the need for cancer insurance. 
With all these options, it's important to show the value and versatility that a peace of mind cancer insurance policy has to offer your clients. Nobody wants to pay for something they might not use, and people really don't like thinking they might be someone who has to deal with the big C. As you're making your insurance sales pitch, you may hear some common objections to cancer insurance. Expect them. It's human nature. But this is your opportunity to demonstrate how a cancer policy can fulfill an important need for your client. It's possible to keep the conversation moving forward when you familiarize yourself with the common objections and how you can respond to them. Objection number one, I don't think I'll need it. The solution? Tell your client the harrowing odds of developing cancer. In addition, let your clients know that some plans have return of premium riders and heart attack and stroke riders available. According to a report published by the American Cancer Society, 40% of men and 38% of women may develop cancer at some point during their lifetime. In 2020, around 89,500 new cancer cases will be diagnosed in young adults ages 15 to 39 years old. Your client may not need a cancer policy. That's true. But what if they're one of the roughly two out of five people who have to deal with this disease? What if they're one of the many Americans who might be able to benefit from a policy with a heart attack or stroke rider? Even if they don't end up using the policy, with a return of premium rider, if they don't use it, they don't lose the premiums they paid. Instead, they get them back. Objection number two. I don't think it's worth it to purchase a policy. The solution here? Make sure your client is aware of the different costs that they can incur from a cancer diagnosis through recovery. With traditional Medicare, clients are still on the hook for 20% of costs incurred from outpatient treatments, such as radiation and chemotherapy, which can be extremely costly. Remind them that 42% of new cancer patients lose all of their life savings in just two years due to costs related to their treatment, and 63% of cancer patients and their loved ones face financial struggles after a diagnosis. Millennial cancer survivors? Millennial cancer survivors are at even higher risk of debt. Many times, a client's primary health insurance will not cover experimental treatments. In addition, many indirect costs are not immediately apparent. For instance, people who are battling cancer often lose a lot of weight and their hair, depending on the treatment chosen. There is the possibility they will need to buy new clothes, wigs, or scarves. They may also need to pay for additional expenses, such as deductibles, prescriptions, rehab, transportation, lodging, special food, loss of productivity, so the cost to hire a housekeeper or babysitter, loss of income, and then there are the existing bills and expenses we all have, like mortgage payments, car insurance, and loans, just to name a few examples. A lump sum payment from a cancer plan could help pay for all these types of expenses and more. 
If your client is still on the fence, ask them where they would find the money to cover these costs if needed. Objection number three, I can't afford a policy. The solution in this case? Let your client know that a cancer policy might be a worthy investment and check if your client is paying too much for their current insurance policies or if they have gaps in their policies that can be covered with a cancer policy with additional riders. Many cancer policies act like a critical illness policy with the appropriate riders. Also, remind your client that these types of policies start at only $25 to $50 a month for lump sum benefits that can range from $2,500 to $100,000. The lifetime cost of cancer can be at least as high as $282,000. If your clients don't seem interested, ask them, if you can't afford $25, how do you plan on paying the high medical bills and associated costs if a diagnosis happens? Remind them that one in two males and one in three females are at risk for developing cancer in their lifetime, and that 34% of cancer survivors have to borrow money to pay expenses. Try explaining how the benefits outweigh the premiums. If a client has a $30,000 cancer policy with a premium of $40 a month, it would take them 62.5 years to reach that policy benefit in premiums paid. If that doesn't sound like a good investment, how about offering a return of premium rider for that policy? Alternatively, to show the value, you could offer to review a client's current policies to see if they're in the most cost-effective plans for their coverage needs and budget. For example, if a client is in a Medicare Supplement Plan F, you may be able to switch them to a Plan G or N. This move could free up additional premium dollars for cancer insurance with appropriate riders. Step 4. Write the application. Have a client who's interested in buying cancer insurance? Great! Then all you have to do is find the right plan for their needs and help them sign up for a policy. This step should be the easiest, since you're already a great closer. If your client is ready to purchase a policy, go over all their benefit and rider options. Then, determine how large of a benefit they'd need monthly and how large of a benefit they could afford monthly. A good starting point is to add up their existing expenses, such as their mortgage, utilities, loans, and health insurance deductibles. Once your client decides on a plan, help them complete the application and be sure that they answer the yes and no health questions. We realize that sometimes these types of conversations are uncomfortable. However, insurance is all about weighing risks and making sound decisions to avert future trouble. Remember to ask the questions we just discussed. Cancer insurance can be a difficult sale but it can make a difference in someone's life. Think of it as another opportunity for you to create a lifelong client by explaining a product that could fill in coverage gaps and provide peace of mind protection if the unforeseen occurs. 
Start offering cancer insurance today and provide more people with the financial peace of mind they may need to be able to focus on recovery and what matters most. For more information from this episode, additional podcast episodes, and articles from our blog, be sure to check out our episode notes. If you liked this episode and found it particularly useful, we would love to hear about it. If you like our podcast, you listen all the time, we would love to hear that too. You can subscribe to our show wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts, and that does a couple of things. First and foremost, it lets us know that you like what we're doing. And if you take the time to do a review, you can tell us topics that you want to hear more about, ask questions, and you'll get a shout out on the show. So please, Subscribe, rate, review, let us know how we're doing so that we can keep on doing it. Also, I just want to say thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate all the love we've been getting from our listeners. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this installment of the Agent Survival Guide podcast. We will see you next episode.